the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. The city of Baltimore has quietly removed one of these monuments. And the Black Lives Matter movement took this as their opportunity to go and tag the base where the statue once stood with the words Black Lives Matter. I'm a proponent of all lives matter. Even the unborn, Iceland. But uh, this question about Civil War monuments, Confederate War monuments, uh, monuments to other founders is going to be asked over and over again. Just today in Chicago, a pastor is calling for Rahm Emanuel to move to remove George Washington and a statue that stands on the corner of 51st Street and King Drive at the entrance to Washington Park. Are we going to have to change the name of the park too? Bishop James Dukes, who is a pastor of the Liberation Christian Center. Liberation, liberation. Now, where have I heard that before? Oh, yes, liberation theology. That was the same theology behind Reverend Jeremiah Wright, who shaped the mind of Barack Obama for 20 years sitting in the church. Liberation Theology. Look it up. Go ahead. Look it up. The Liberation Christian Center and Bishop James Dukes are saying he wants the statue gone and he wants Washington's name removed from the park. And after that, Pastor, are you going to also ask for the removal of Washington from the $1 bill? Are you going to ask for all schools that have the name Washington and Jefferson To be removed? Is that going to happen? He also wants Andrew Jackson's name removed from nearby Jackson Park because Andrew Jackson was a slave owner at the time. He wants the city not necessarily to rename the parks, but he wants the parks, he suggested, you could still call it Washington Park, but name it after former Mayor Harold Washington, who was, by the way, a terrible mayor. Jackson Park could be named after Reverend Jesse Jackson or singer Michael Jackson, one of the other Jacksons. So it's happening. The ball has started down the ramp, ladies and gentlemen, and it's picking up momentum. And I, I'm, I'm very nervous about this because once you rename all the streets and the schools and tear down the statues and remove every bit of evidence of anyone who ever owned a slave in our history. And yes, slavery was horrible and wrong. Then what? Then what? That's what I want to know. What happens after that? What do you do? Do you forget and not teach history? I, I think this is, we, we are headed to a very, very dangerous place. Glenn talked about a group of, of black conservatives in Dallas who apparently are fighting any efforts to remove monuments related to the Civil War in Dallas. 
There is a statue of General Robert E. Lee in Dallas, a statue that went up in the 20th century, a statue that has a, um, that has a plaque with the remarks from the president. The president at the unveiling said, I am very happy to take part in the unveiling of this statue of General Robert E. Lee. Now, remember, this was June 12th, 1936. All over the United States, we recognize him as a great leader of men, as a great general. But also, all over the United States, I believe that we recognize him as something much more important than that. We recognize Robert E. Lee as one of our greatest American Christians and one of our greatest American gentlemen. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. FDR. The guy who was in the White House from 1933 to 1945. Elected four times. FDR presided over the unveiling of the Robert E. Lee Memorial statue in Dallas, Texas. A Democrat. I don't think I need to remind you of that, but just in case there was any confusion, a Democrat stated all over the United States, we recognize him as a great leader of men, as a great general, but also all over the United States, I believe that we recognize him as something much more important than that. We recognize Robert E. Lee as one of our greatest American Christians and one of our greatest American gentlemen. Do we take down the Democrat-endorsed statue of Robert E. Lee in Dallas, Texas? I want to know. I want to know where somebody... Somebody who worships because there are those who are part of the democratic establishment who worship at the altar of FDR who say, but for that pesky health problem, FDR might have still been president today. I know that's a little bit of an exaggeration. FDR, the guy who, when he couldn't get the people he wanted on the Supreme Court tried to change the rules to make the court bigger so he could pack it and make it forever a progressive court, a a very liberal court. FDR loved Robert E. Lee. FDR called him one of our greatest American Christians and one of our greatest American gentlemen. Why isn't anybody standing up and pointing to that? We can't change our history. So why, why in the hell are we even thinking about erasing it? What about, what about that, that great university? What about Washington and Lee University? George Washington and Robert E. Lee. George Washington donated the seed money to start Washington and Lee. He donated the $20,000 needed to start Washington and Lee University. Robert E. Lee served as president of that university in its earliest days. We can't erase history. We can only learn from it. 
If we erase it, we are doomed to keep repeating the same mistakes. Not that we would, but you know that if, if someone has no idea that it's a bad idea, that they're probably going to stumble into it somewhere. 1749, Washington and Lee is named for two men who played pivotal roles in the university's history. George Washington, who put up the money, helped the fledgling school known as Liberty Hall Academy survive, and Robert E. Lee, who provided innovative educational leadership during his transformational tenure as president of Washington College from 1865 to 1870. You can't change history. You can't rewrite history. And I strongly believe you can't erase it. You can only keep teaching people about the mistakes. That's how we prevent making them over and over and over again. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.